Hello everybody, welcome back to the Dragon's Library. Today we're going to be talking about the new movie Ghostbusters Afterlife. Now, before I say anything, may I just make a comment? This is the most J.J. Abrams movie that J.J. Abrams never directed. And I still have a hard time believing he didn't make this. <laughs> uh, uh, for those of you who want to know, this movie's just... It's good. It's alright. It's not anything amazing. It won't change your life or anything like that. Uh, it, the original was better, basically, in every way. But, you know, it's alright. It's okay. It's inoffensive. Look, what do you want from me? This is a this is a reboot of a franchise that never really launched a successful sequel, so, eh. Anyhow. <laughs> uh... So, where to start with this? Okay, so, um, Ghostbusters Afterlife is technically a sequel to Ghostbusters 1 and 2. The Ghostbusters uh, reboot from 2016 is apparently in a state of limbo? I, I don't really know. Um, I just do not know, like, if it's still canon with this or not. I don't think it is, or if it is, it takes place after for somehow, but I don't think so, because this one, because that, that one takes place in 2016, and this one takes place in 2021, and there haven't been ghost sightings for 30 years, so I think this means the reboot didn't happen again, so I think it doesn't, it's not really important. Um, it's kind of a soft reboot, I guess. It's weird. I'm not sure if they're planning on having sequels for this either. Uh... Sorry about that. Uh, anyway. So, basically, 37 years after um, the events of the first Ghostbusters in 1984, uh, the founder of the Ghostbusters, Egon Sp Spengler, he was the guy who uh, created all the, te the tech, you know, the, the super genius among them, uh, he re relocated to this place in Somerville, Oklahoma. And... Um, the movie opens with him uh, sealing away a ghost inside one of the traps and fleeing from this strange mountain with strange ruins and other things in it, hidden secrets. Uh, he's being chased in his car by a mysterious ghostly force that knocks his car out. He tries to lure the, the entity into what was clearly a trap. Um, he his, Basically, his house is a run-down place with a destroyed shed. Uh, and he tries to lure it there. Um, uh, there's actually a pretty cool scene there. I actually didn't like the opening scene. He's, like, hidden in darkness, and, um, he holds out the, uh, you know, the trap to try and lure the ghost in. The ghost is clearly taking the bait, and then he activates his, throws a lever, hits a switch to try and imprison the ghost in a bunch of, uh, traps below there. But, twist, it doesn't work. Um, his... His, the generators that were supposed to power his trap fail at the last second, and he's forced to flee into his house. Then he has a really creepy scene of him creeping through the house as the ghostly presence destroys everything, um, and he hides the trap, burying it on, in the floor before sitting down, defeated, uh, in a chair in the living room as the ghost slowly approaches from behind, and then he's violently murdered. And Guess what? You know what? For all that I dislike, or at the very least just kind of feel apathetic towards this movie, I will say I was actually taken in with the first few scenes. 
Um, this whole opening scene is very good. I really like it. I just wish the rest of the movie wasn't so bland. Um, afterwards, we're following Egon's daughter and her son, Trevor, and her young daughter, Phoebe. Probably seen the trailers for this, so that they're, you know, pretty obvious. Phoebe is just very apathetic young girl who's a genius like her grandfather. Trevor is kind of your average kid, but he is definitely more intelligently lets on. Uh, the mom has major daddy issues over getting abandoned. And uh, they're being evicted out of their home. So they all they have left, really, because the uh, wife doesn't, you know, mention she doesn't have the best luck with money. So all they have left is the old shack in the middle of the woods. He had no, Egon hadn't really had any personal finances left. So it's all they got. And since they've been evicted, they have to live there. So they move from New York out to Sarnville, Oklahoma, and the plot begins. You know, the kids the kids start no um so Trevor starts noticing gets a job and goes out with some te- other teens to the mountain, starts noticing some strange stuff there. Phoebe is going to be see a summer school camp thing at the local high school. Uh not the local high school, it might be the local middle school. Uh, I'm not really sure. But regardless. Uh, she gets brought out there so the mom can focus on trying to get the house in livable shape. Starts noticing ghostly presents, playing chess with her, uh, finds some of their the old tech, and starts putting together what her grandfather was doing, being helped by the local geolo- uh, the local's teacher for the summer school, who's also a hobbyist geologist, who's tracking some strange tremors. Oh, look, they all seem to lead back to this strange mountain. Ghostbuster stuff in ta- in, 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 ensues, you know. Um... They also make a big point of how, like, the other two movies did happen, how there hasn't been a ghost sighting in 30 years, and when they start finding all the tech, the, uh, uh, the teacher is always, like, nerdy about it. It's, you know, it's fine. It's all by the books. Now, I'm not gonna really go too, too in-depth from there. Uh, this is just the basic plot, you know, non-spoiler section of the review. All in all, it's Okay. Like I said, if you want to go here with some friends, I went there with my I went there with my dad. It was fine. Yeah, it was a fun movie. Just wasn't that you know anything special. Um, honestly, I kind of just liked Phoebe. I just did like I don't know. She just wasn't an interesting protagonist. Honestly, Trevor was a lot more interesting. He's a lot more. He's very socially awkward in a very obvious way. Uh, and he comes off with that, you know, like the the older brother trying to act cool, but it's like, no, 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 he's a complete idiot. It's great, I love it. So yeah, that's fun. Uh, aside from that, I mean, that's basically all there is to it. Like, it's just a fun overall movie. Um. I, I feel like I should have more to say on this than I do. Uh, there's not much I can say without going into spoilers, I guess. So, I'll just mention that I was very disappointed in where they went as the villain. Uh, it's very... It makes me... It's, it's the part of the... The main plot, aside from that opening sequence, is part of the reason I say this feels like a J.J. Abrams movie. I'm going to go into that when I talk about the spoiler section. But for now, I'm just going to get my final appraisals uh, on it. Actors are all good. I can't blame them for this. Uh, Phoebe's actor is pretty decent. You know, it's a kid actor, so 
Stranger Things has raised the bar, so I guess they, she's just average. Uh, the other actors are doing their part. I actually really like the professor. The mom comes off as kind of like, I hate her in some scenes, and in other scenes I kind of like her, and I get that she's supposed to be like this hot mess kind of mom, so, you know, I guess it's alright. Um, all in all, the actors are doing their best with the material, the effects are decent, it's not really scary, uh, and it feels like the movie, like, has to act like it's trying to be scary on occasion. Like, Ghostbusters is always, like, a horror comedy kind of thing going on. But, I don't know, just, it was never really scary. Like, there were one or two scenes, like, where the, uh, main villain later on really trying to spoil, splits money in half, or, uh, the one of the demon dogs jump scares you. And it's just, like, it's so token. Um, like, any of the horror moments are just so token that they kind of feel, like, offensive. It's like, really? This is, like, a pathetic jump scare. Like, it's so low-tension jump scare. And I know this is a horror comedy, but a horror comedy can still have shocking horror moments. Like, Evil Dead was a horror comedy, and that did, you know, humor and horror well. Um, you can do both, is all I'm saying. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway... I'm just kind of disappointed and overall ambivalent to this thing. I'll give it like a 7, maybe a 6.5. Moving on to the spoiler section. Sorry if I'm just not as enthusiastic about this. I went into this really hoping to like it a lot more than I did, and I just got some... Because I'm just kind of disappointed in it. Um, biggest problem, they reuse Gozer. So, for those of you who don't know, the first villain was this ancient god... Uh, he had his two, like, messengers and keykeeper demons that had to possess people, and they helped to summon him, uh, and he was the major villain that they had to fight and cross the streams to beat. And they just reuse him. It's a continuation of the plot. So the, in the first movie, there was this, uh, bill, there's this, like, rich guy who, uh, mined a bunch of this, this, um, god, what was it? What was the material? Uh, basically he mined a bunch of metal from this area, and built the tower in the first movie. And it was supposed to be a conduit to summon Gozer. Well, it's revealed that the mine... He also built a temple to Gozer in the mine he got the metal from. And that this was merely the first part of his plan to bring Gozer into the world for real. This was his first attempt. But he knew that if he had built this temple correctly, that even if his first attempt failed in New York, Gozer's temple out in the middle of nowhere, hopefully where no one would find it, um, would be able to summon his dark god for... Finally, and when his dark god was brought back, he would revive from the dead and worship him, and he's immediately killed. Okay, moving on. Uh, and it's just, like, I don't know, it's just, it feels like a hollow husk of the original. Uh, and I feel like you can kind of make this, like, really reverent tone. Uh, okay, I keep saying it's like a J.J. Abrams movie, and what I mean by that is it's, Heavily, it's like worship, almost worshipable to the original material. Constantly trying to recreate fam famous moments down to like they're bringing back the steampunk marshmallow man, even though it's really random. Um, the demon dogs are the same demon dogs as before. They both profess a man and a woman. The man and the woman help someone gozer. Um, like they recreate several moments with a new cast. They have the old cast come back for one final hurrah, complete with the literal ghost. Of the missing member. Like, it's just... <laughs> I mean, I look at this movie and I'm like, wow, this looks like a, a script for J.J. Abrams. But J.J. Abrams is actually a good filmmaker. And I just... This movie just feels off. I'm not sure if it's the pacing or if it just... 
feels empty inside. Like, there's just nothing to it. Um, I don't know. I really don't. I'm having trouble putting it into words, to be honest, which is, you know, a shame. I'm trying to critique a movie. But if I really had to say it, it's that I'm not sure this was the right way to go with Ghostbusters. Like, you know how in, like, the um, Force Awakens, they have, like, Luke's lightsaber as, like, this treasured holy relic? Well, they have that same thing with, like, the ghost scanners or the uh, proton packs, and it's just, like, this was, like, a comedy? Uh, I feel like we should be taking this a little less seriously, is all. You know? Um, it's just, I'm disappointed in the direction they went. I really feel like they had a view for this franchise. Like, they think Ghostbusters should be, like, this epic story or whatever. Um, and the original Ghostbusters was just kind of a comedy movie with horror elements. Like, that's all it was. And this is trying to be... I don't know, a standard action movie, maybe? I just... I don't even know what to call this thing. Um, they list it as a supernatural comedy. I guess you could call it that. Sure. But it's a lot more serious. Like, it's not as funny. That's, that's it. That's it right there. It's not funny. I'm just gonna say it. There are only, like, three jokes that make me laugh. And it's just not that funny. Like... You can't be a horror comedy without being funny, but it's not scary enough to be a horror movie. It's a, like, I think on Wikipedia it's listed as like a supernatural comedy. And it's not, not scary. It fails to be funny for the most part. And aside from a handful of cool shots every once in a while and that awesome opening sequence, it's just empty. It has nothing to do. It's just a passable story. Without really a point to it. Um, and I really think that's why I'm upset. Because I can get really invested in some of the most ridiculous plot lines imaginable. I just got finished talking about the Heart Striker series. And that plot line gets a little ridiculous at one point. At several points. Multiple points, okay? Uh, we have, like, the seer of the Heart Strikers being called Bob and being the Tetris World Champion. It can get a little ridiculous. Uh, urban fantasy tends to. But this, it just... It doesn't want to go full silly. It doesn't want to go full horror. It's trying to be reverent, but it also kind of is constantly joking about how irreverent it's being. It brings back the old cast at the end, but it's really trying to push the new cast. It ends without really resolving any of the problems. Like, I'm still not sure what the deal is. They're heading back to New York afterwards. Like, I guess they're going to start with the Ghostbusters again, but they just established the Ghostbusters aren't happening. Like, so, okay, let me let me... Let me bring it down for you. So, what happens is they move out to the farm because they can't afford it. So, they have this whole thing happen. They beat the ghost. The ghosts are gone forever. Because that was, that was why their business dried up. Is They did such a good job catching all the ghosts. And they closed all the portals. And so, the ghosts weren't there anymore. So, there were only a handful of them out there. Ghosts were hard to find. Ghost sightings dropped to nothing. 30 years pass. Hey, uh, there are a few ghosts happening out here. Wow, that's weird. Okay, we dealt with them. Now, let's go back to New York in the Ghostbusters car. And what? They're still broke. Like, they make that very clear. They're still broke. Uh, and there are no ghosts, so they can't, like, start up a new Ghostbusters unit. I, I, they don't even resolve the plot. Oh my god. They don't resolve the human element either. Wow. Why is it the more I think about this movie, the angrier I get? Like, I feel like I'm wasting my time, actually, now. I had a decent amount of time while watching it, but the more I think about, like, the worse I think this movie is, generally. I don't know. 
I've been really negative on this, actually. And to be honest, the more I talk, the more I'm like, no, this is like a five for me. This is like a six or a five, somewhere in that range. Five to six. Not six to seven. Five to six. Uh, I apologize, guys. I really enjoy talking about movies I actually like and books I like. And I talk about plenty of stuff here that's a bit subpar. I mean... I had an entire t- video set aside so I could explain the lore of Bionicle to you, just so I could talk about Bionicle Time Track because I really like that book because there's one really, really good scene, a bit of a bit of above, above average writing for the series. But this is just, I, I just struggle to think of anything really good about it. Um, there are a few like weird bits too, like there's the running gag of the, uh, um, oh God, what's her name? Um, Phoebe, constantly making, like, weird science jokes and deadpan, um, and she even, like, distracts Gozer with them. And I just, like, I, maybe one of them were, were funny. Maybe one of the jokes was funny. That's, and not even, like, laugh out loud funny, like, uh, that's funny, yeah, m- moving on. Uh, and, like, in story, it's supposed to be like that, but at the same time, you can't just have a bad joke or a subpar joke or even just an average joke, say it in deadpan, have all the characters go, that's not funny, and then that's funny. No, it's just, it's not funny. Like, maybe maybe it's just me. I just, I don't really want to talk about this movie anymore. I'm sorry, this episode is going to be a little short. Because the more I talk about this, the more I'm more negative I'm going to be. And quite frankly, I don't do this show to hate, to, to be negative on this. And if I'm going to hate something, I'd rather hate it passionately, like how I ranted about Halloween, the new Halloween movie. But this is just, I'm just rambling about how I don't have much to say about it. So, yeah. That's basically all I got on this. Sorry, guys. Anyway, moving on to other business. YouTube will be, the YouTube channel will be up soon. I know I keep saying that. Um, I think my copy of Diamond, Shining Diamond and um, Brilliant Pearl have gotten delayed. I got a little email about that from GameStop, so... Uh, that's going to be a delay, so sorry about that, but things happen. Anyway, see you guys next time. So what are we doing next time? I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode, and thank you for listening to The Dragon's Library. Please, subscribe to this podcast to be notified of new episodes. The Dragon's Library releases new episodes Tuesday and Friday each week, and you can follow us on Twitter at dragon underscore library two. If you want to suggest an episode topic, my email is in the description below. And as always, thank you so much for all your support.